Okay, we just heard some great news about... It just keeps getting better and better news. Well, I mean, except for the fact that they haven't fucking locked him up yet, which is, you know, a bummer that he didn't get arrested on Tuesday, like he said. He lied, but as it turns out, he just said that to grift on his supporters. Can you dig that shit? Man. I didn't even, um... You know, I knew, I know you, I know you can't trust anything he fucking says, but I was hoping, I was really hoping, uh, you know, that the fucking justice department would do its job. But then again, y'all probably haven't made a call, you know, like you're 40,000, like 80, 90, thank you for 90K. Now, if all of you motherfuckers... Call the DOJ. 90K people call the DOJ. 202-514-2000. If all of you motherfuckers like exercise your patriotic duty, then everything would be just peachy. Like JFK said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Ask not. I used to have a little thing that said that over and over again. Um, this mother interrupted Fox and said what needed to be said. Um, cool, okay. <laughs> Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Five hours ago. Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation? I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured huh. weapon that this Same teenager method. got a hold of. All right, so uh, we're going to break away there because that reporter who was using that camera is uh, obviously setting up to do a, a live report there. But There's devastating news running out of yet another mass shooting in the U.S., this time at a private Christian school in Nashville. Three children have died as a result of this shooting. We are getting this. Uh, is this from the Vanderbilt University Medical Center? Uh, this is the information that we're getting right now. The Nashville Medical Center uh, has confirmed that three children have died, Alex. Uh, just heartbreaking. We don't know how old they are. While Fox News was setting up cameras to discuss the matter and likely deflect away from a desperate need for gun control, a woman got in front of the camera while they were still setting up and made a passionate case for oh. gun control. And you just have to watch this. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings? I'm from Highland Park. family vacation with my son visiting my sister-in-law. I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. 
assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. We are arming cartels with our guns and our loose gun laws. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon. All right, so uh, we're going to break away there because that reporter who was using that camera is uh, obviously setting up to do a, a live report there. But the woman said it quite succinctly, aren't you tired of this? Yes, we are tired of this. The juxtaposition of folks desperate to cut away or find alternate shots before they can finally air their clip calling for thoughts and prayers is telling of a country that does everything but address the issue at hand, whether it be the inevitable discussion of mental health, which, while a pertinent issue, by the way, is one that every other country in the world deals with. America is unique in that it offers a fast track to harm. Shall not be infringed. That's the one right that's listed in the Constitution that uses that very specific affirmative language, you know, shall not be infringed. Oh, it's also the one right that uses the, the phrase well-regulated. Or forcing schools to innovate akin to a military base, all because elected officials, well, they'll just too afraid to stand up to the gun lobby. This is America. The United States of America, where schools are forced to innovate akin to a military base because we're all at the mercy of the gun lobby. And I guarantee in this school, you'll probably find drastically underpaid teachers shelling out of their own pocket to pay for stationery and other things, but bulletproof walls, I'm sure we'll find funding for that. And the reality is, as this brave word points out, what is the leading cause of death among children? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Why, why, what are you protecting? Why can we prohibit ch children from voting, those under 18 from voting? Why are you banning, that? Is, is that free speech? Okay. Are you infringing on that performer's free speech? They can continue to exercise their free speech, just not in front of a child. Why? Because the government does have a responsibility to protect. I'm sorry? The government does have a responsibility uh -huh. in certain instances to What's protect the children? leading cause of death amongst children in this country? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's not drag show readings to children. Correct. Yes. <laughs> so what is it? I'm presuming you're going to say it's firearms. No, I'm not going to say it like it's an opinion. That's what it is. It's firearms. More than cancer, more than car accidents. And what you're telling me is you don't mind infringing free speech to protect children from this amorphous thing that you think of. But when it comes to children that have died, you don't give a flying fuck to stop that because that shall not be infringed. That is hypocrisy at its highest order. <laughs> Don't apply makeup on mature skin before listening to this. John Stewart. Applying foundation. Tear him a new arsehole, my darling. Thank you for tearing him a new arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Make a joke. Yeah.
Okay, that's nice. Let's see what else is going on Mars Touch. Oh, they're live right now. Yeah, Trump and Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Justice gets closer. Trump and Chaos. Now smile. Nice smile. Smile. My Celis B. It's like, no. <laughs> My touch. Okay, let's go check it out, man. And the auspices of it, I don't know if you okay. caught this, Hello. to interfere with the Manhattan Hello District Attorney's criminal investigation tour. into Donald Trump. The Manhattan District Attorney, another witness, David Pecker, who actually previously testified before the grand jury. Pecker is the former publisher of the National Enquirer who led the catch they're talking about the world order for the and next 100 years. That's one do? of the saddest things you can imagine. You one of the saddest. Last media tour was a total disaster. Apparently. When he was speaking in Waco, question mark. Did you did you notice that they put a freaking halo um, behind his head? Did not have enough humiliation and did one more round of his self-flagellation <laughs> tour with interviews on the weekend shows that only further incriminated Donald Trump. What yeah, are they thinking? Yeah. Are they thinking at all? I don't think so. We will discuss chairman of the judiciary committee and it pains me to say that jim jordan continued to lead the efforts by the MAGA republicans in charge of the house of representatives to in an unprecedented fashion weaponizing the federal government try to interfere with the manhattan district attorney's criminal investigation into donald trump the manhattan district attorney's response was essentially all right just Leave us alone at this point. You are breaking the law, Jim Jordan. You have no clue what you are talking about. We don't have time for this nonsense. Don't you know what federalism is? Just go away. Stop calling us. And speaking of total nonsense, or what should more aptly be called dangerous cult behavior, Donald Trump held a deranged rally in Waco, Texas on the 30-year anniversary of the deadly Waco siege where four ATF agents were killed when they executed a search warrant on a virulent anti-government cult 
called the Branch Davidians that were unlawfully stockpiling weapons and where dozens of Branch Davidians were killed. We will discuss this dangerous incite domestic we will give you the media's response to it which in typical fashion was just a total and utter failure there was another deadly mass shooting at a school in the united states earlier in the day this one in nashville tennessee where as of now three students two teachers and the uh, terrorist who killed them um, had also died. It's utterly uh, disgusting. It's disgusting. It's an all too familiar scene here in the United States and an all too familiar pattern here in this country where, let's just be real, one political party, the Republican Party, which is now the MAGA Republicans, not only refuse to allow common sense gun reform to pass, but they glorify and promote an insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment, not too dissimilar from the Branch Davidians and terrorists like Timothy McVeigh. And the photo that we just showed for those watching on YouTube is the member of Congress from that district taking a photo in front of a Christmas tree with AR-15s and all of the members of the family and the little kids holding AR-15s, right? This is a disgusting pattern that we see over and over again. And there is no both sides to this issue. Speaking of no both sides, right? As Donald Trump was at a cult rally playing Republican songs by what what they call the January sixth choir, made up of January sixth insurrectionists. Well, President Biden was, what was President Biden doing? President Biden continued to champion policies to bring more jobs and better paying jobs in America. Biden was promoting infrastructure projects. Biden was promoting policies to look after seniors and make health care uh, more accessible and back to affordable. Up but you wouldn't know that by subject. reading any of the large uh, periodicals or by watching any of the large media networks. And finally, more bad news for Fox and the Dominion defamation lawsuit. Man. As a former senior producer who used to be a producer at the Tucker Carlson show, semicolon and charge Fox as co-conspirators Maria Bartiroma who previously sued Fox last week for 
vile harassment and discrimination. Well, she amended the lawsuit she filed on Monday to include new allegations that the Fox lawyers intimidated and coerced her during her deposition that was taken back in December by Dominion lawyers in the defamation case uh, to lie and to damage her own reputation to basically lie for Fox. So big news there and bad news for Fox. And also want to say this as we start the show, thank you so much to all the Midas Mighty out there for helping us reach one million subscribers on our YouTube channel. Uh, it, it is an incredible, incredible honor to do these podcasts and to make these videos with you. And that's how I see the Midas Mighty community. None of this is possible without you. And, you know, we are, we are so. grateful for you so when i say we hit one million you <laughs> yes. hit one million we were all in that together brett and jordy how are you both recent months right so here you have you know when when a new york times or these larger media networks when they kind of criticize what we do right they go you're, you're spending too much time on trump <laughs> we're plan at the large media networks we ignore him we should ignore that him. That's just... the best way to deal with it. And as I always say, you, you don't ignore him. You actually romanticize him. And the reason we cover him here consistently is because he's trying to destroy our country. I don't know what is bigger news, right? Like, what would be bigger news in Germany with the rise of Adolf Hitler than the rise of Adolf Hitler? Right. And so you're going to ignore it and come up with something and say, Adolf Hitler, uh, the former artist and World War Two, World War One soldier known for his love of large stages and his oratory skills has embraced a more subtle. By the way, it's not just New York Times like this is what the AP said. We're going to show you and we're going to play for you for our audio listeners what took place at this completely deranged rally in Waco. And, and this is what the AP says about it. They go, this is Associated Press. They go, Trump facing potential indictment holds defiant Waco rally. Facing a potential indictment, Donald Trump took a defiant stance at a rally Saturday in Waco. With a hand over his heart, Trump stood at attention when his rally opened with a song called Justice for All performed by a choir of people imprisoned for their roles in the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Like, doesn't that go like, right there? It was called uh, Donald Trump and the January 6th Choir.
Doesn't it make it look like how bad shit crazy is that that statement right there <laughs> that that he's even doing that? It's completely yeah. romanticizing these events, and it's the problem with this notion of balance. Where are the fucking terrorists and charges? This is something that we often discuss on the show. They try so hard to view the Democratic Party and the Republican Party as just two different sides with differing ideas. Yeah. But Ben, you know, I think you actually summed it up best this week when you tweeted out, you said this, which I'll, I'll just repeat your statements for you. You said, our discourse needs to reflect the reality of the current political paradigm. It's not Democrat, liberal, progressive versus Republican, conservative. It's Democrat slash pro-democracy, which includes liberals, progressives, conservatives, and independent versus Republican, which includes MAGA, Trump, and authoritarians, which are often the same thing. And I think that is the paradigm we need to be looking at this country through right now. This is not a set of two ideas. When you have one entire political party, or at least the driving force of that political party, I don't want to act like it's everybody who's a Republican is like this, but certainly the driving force, the people who are in power, the people who are Speaker of the House, the people who run committees, the people who act as de facto Speaker when, the, when Kevin McCarthy is not there, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, when those people are openly supporting domestic terrorism against the United States, when they themselves are pushing for more domestic terrorism against this country, we need to be sounding the alarm and the mainstream media and everybody out there, pundits alike, and, and, and you out there who are listening to the show, should not go out there describing these people as, oh yeah, those are just conservatives, those are just, you know, your one run-in-the-mill uh, regular you know, politics, Democrats, Republicans, all, all, all the same. All, these are all the same. It's not the same. I mean, we have to understand, and we'll go through these Trump clips at the rally, but this Trump rally was a celebration of a domestic terrorist attack against the United States. Actually, it wasn't just a celebration of one attack. It was a celebration of multiple attacks yeah. against the federal yeah. government, while simultaneously the Republican Party in Congress is using the levers of power in order to attack those same institutions that Donald Trump is attacking from the dais at his rallies. And so you have it coming from all ends. But what's the what's the the what's the connective tissue between the two? It's that these are attacks on our institutions. These are attacks on the fundamental values of the United States of America. And we need to all be cognizant of that and we all need to be on the offense regarding that. And Brett, to your point, the attacks from the leaders of the Republican Party. So I want to take a step back to Ben's tweet. I mean, it, it's so right on because what do the Republicans have, right? They have this Twitter account called Lives of TikTok, right? Who will tweet out videos of students at colleges or whatever, just, you know, probably making asses of themselves and say, look at this liberal freaking out about that. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I, I'm not going to fall into this trap. One, I don't even know who this student is or this person is that, that they don't represent me as a Democrat. Whereas you actually have the leaders of the Republican Party, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Gateses, the McCarthys, the Trumps, who are attacking this country from within on a daily basis. That is at their highest level of leadership and government. Those people hate this country. Those MAGA Republicans are, are a threat to, to this amazing country that we all get to live in. 
Yeah, that's their counterpoint always. You know, when they, when you have Donald Trump and the Jim Jordans and the Comers and the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Kevin McCarthy's and and the Gosars and, and the Boberts, you go through all of them. These are the lead, the Matt Gates. These are the leaders of their party. Um, and then they're and then they're also led by influencers like someone named Cat Turd. They look up to this influencer account called Cat Turd. But these are real influential people. Yes. By the way, Trump and the campaign cites Cat Turd as one of their polls about why he's beating DeSantis. Not kidding. Cite, not, not kidding. Not not kidding here. The Cat Turd poll. And then on the other hand, the what then they'll do and create lib of TikToks or whatever they call it, they'll go and pick some random person to your point, Jordy, who's at some, some, you know, some, some school who's, who's yelling in a crowd who we don't even know if is a Democrat or what they right. do. And they go, you see what the liberals are doing. Here's what the liberals are. And it's like, well, that, that person doesn't speak for me. That person's not the leader. That person doesn't have any actual leadership ability at all. And that's part of the both sides trick that the media then kind of falls into and then pushes this false narrative. Oh, they're just the left and the right. They're, they're, they're all extreme. They're all extreme. No, I mean, the bottom line at this point, the quote unquote left in America in many other countries would probably be a center right party if we're being totally honest about what the composition would be. Um, and like if you went to a, a, a lot of countries in Europe, like their right wing party is actually probably further left than the modern day Democrats are. But I, look, I like, though, ultimately a party in the Democrats, though, that that is a big tent party of progressives, of liberals, right, of people who, you know, left the Republicans but have conservative views, I, I, you know, independence, people not affiliated with political parties. I, I genuinely want the best ideas to prevail. I, I want to work hard to get the best ideas. And I want to grapple with that. The MAGA Republicans don't want to grapple with that. What they want to do is pick a little sound bite and then go, ha, 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 you see, you see, versus like have a real constructive conversation um, when Democrats are trying to have a real constructive conversation. And, and just look, we, we talked about this event in uh, Waco. Brett, you mentioned the MAGA Republicans in Congress held a hearing leading up to it, attacking the ATF. It was like called how the ATF is taking away your Second Amendment rights, it called it something like that. Then there was a trip to the January 6th insurrectionist with a congressional delegation. That's the name of the hearing. ATF's regular. So, by the way, the hearing right here is actually called. Uh, the, the committee is an oversight and accountability subcommittee on, on economic growth, energy policy, and regulatory affairs, right? And so the hearing that the Republicans hold in a an economic growth, energy policy, and regulatory affairs is ATF's assault on the Second Amendment. When is enough enough that's what they that's what they call it then there's the congressional delegation to uh to to champion the insurrectionist and then there's the rally that was sequenced on purpose in that fashion and so here's how the event starts um it begins with them saying um you know put your hand to your heart to celebrate a new song called justice for all by the january 6th choir here if we have this clip can we, can we, can we play this clip right now Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on iTunes, Amazon, and the Billboard charts, Justice for All, featuring President Donald J. Trump 
and the J6 Choir. I mean, by the way, these are the people who attacked Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee. I mean, let's be like, put your hand over your heart for a song called Justice for All by the Jen taking a knee. Can we play this clip right here? Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on iTunes, Amazon, and the Billboard charts. Justice for All, featuring President Donald J. Trump and the J6 Choir. I mean, by the way, these are the people who attacked Colin Kaepernick for taking yeah. a knee. I mean, let's be like, put your hand over your heart for a song called Justice for All by the January 6th choir and then and the and by the January 6th choir and then and the and then I mean these are the same people that hate on on anything that has to relatively do with celebrity they had no problem pimping out and the number one song on iTunes I mean these people are are caricatures of themselves and then you got and that. that. Well, I also just want to mention because, you know, a lot of people from that shot, we couldn't actually see the screen that was playing. But the screen was playing footage of the insurrection while they had their hands on their hearts. So if you look through this uh, Trump uh, photo right here, you see the screen in the background with insurrection footage on the TV. So they were had their hands over their hearts, pledging allegiance not to the United States of America, but to an attack against the United States of America. That right there is absolutely horrifying and such a good point about, you know, the attacks they have on, on people who take a stand, uh, you know, during the, the anthem or rather take a kneel during the anthem. These people literally hands on their hearts attacking America. What could be more disgraceful to our national anthem and to our flag than leading a essentially a prayer, a pledge of allegiance, if you will, to the January 6th uh, insurrection? Are you kidding me? He, and then and then the event goes with Trump, you know, doing his greatest hits. This is Trump calling Putin and G uh, smart and like just praising them. That's a major part of the event here. Play this clip. I used to talk to Putin. I got along well with Putin. I used to talk to Putin about it. It's something he certainly had in his mind. Never even talked about it. For four years, you didn't even hear about it. As soon as I was out or left or however you want to describe that catastrophe, they started putting soldiers on the border. Hear about it. National anthem and to our flag. Then leading a essentially a prayer, a pledge of allegiance, if you will, to the January 6th uh, insurrection. Are you kidding me? He, he, and and then two. the event. Goes with Trump, you know, doing his greatest hits. This is Trump calling Putin and G. Uh, smart and like just praising them. That's a major part of the event here. Play this clip. I used to talk to Putin. I got along well with Putin. I used to talk to Putin about it. It's something he certainly had in his mind. Never even talked about it. For four years, you didn't even hear about it. As soon as I was out or left or however you want to describe that catastrophe, 
They started putting soldiers on the border. But even then, he didn't want to do it. He wanted soldiers on the border. But even then, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to get a peace. Now it looks like he'll end up probably what getting the whole thing. What a fucking traitor. But I've never seen anything like it. What's happened? And if you saw the other day with President. President Xi, smart, top of his game. President Putin, smart, very smart people, standing there talking about the world order for the next 100 years. That's one of the saddest things you can imagine, one of the saddest. I just want and to then, say before, before you get into the next clip, like, I, I know that there are a lot of people, including probably people who watch us, who go, like, the media shouldn't cover this guy. But to me, as we were saying earlier, the headlines after this rally, honestly, this should have been front page news. It should be front page news that the former president of the United States and top candidate for the Republican nomination for president is pledging allegiance to a terrorist attack against this country. I mean, just think, let's let's get out of our like Trump adjusted mindset for one second right. and try to put yourself back to pre-2016 America and headlines and news and imagine a president or presidential candidate pledging allegiance to a domestic terrorist attack against the country. I just don't want to gloss over this quickly and say and, and, and normalize it in any way. And I don't think the media should normalize it in any way. This should be front page news. This is horrific. And then, sorry to interrupt then. But no, what, and, what, what and, and then the media goes, well, we're, we're just not going to cover him. The best way to handle him is you ignore him. By the way, you, you then don't ignore him because we've showed you the New York Times story. We showed you the AP story. Story where you take these, uh, this speech and these, and what we what we're seeing, and you act like this is normal. Like to Brett, your point is not normal. Um, here he is, basically talking about you know, how, how we need more babies. And by the way, this is part of like the great replacement theory. You know, in, in terms of wh why does he keep talking about like we need more babies? Everybody, um, it's part of this idea that he's trying to encourage white babies, basically, and that. has Hitler's Mein Kampf. At bedside table. I made a mistake, but the dog whistle here. Here, play the clip. We will support baby bonuses. So many people like that for the new baby boom that will be coming. We need babies. 
And when he says we need babies, let's be very clear who he's referring to there. Um, Here he is as part of this speech attacking the Manhattan District Attorney and again calling uh, Stormy Daniels the horrific name that he calls her. Here, play this clip. You know, uh, Marjorie is here, truth to vote, and they found at least five million instances on tape and the courts didn't want to even look at it. The district attorney of New York, under the auspices and direction of the Lying Department perjury. of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked horseface. I never liked. I never, it's just not. It's a terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one. There is no one. We have a great first lady. This is you know, something, too, that he's really ramped up recently. I mean, he's he's been doing it since he's been out of office, but especially in the past few weeks, especially as Alvin Bragg has gotten closer to an indictment, you see him more cosplaying as president. And so there, you first off, anyone around him, anytime he gives a public statement, anytime he has somebody speak on his behalf on TV, it's always President Trump, President Trump, President Trump. That's the language they always use. And he always uses that language whether it's on Truth Social or whether he's on TV or whatever. And there he goes, and we have a great first lady, don't we? I'd agree. Dr. Jill Biden is a great first lady. That's not who he is talking about, though. He is trying to act like he is the pseudo-president. Another sick and deranged and detestable thing that he is doing there on the stage, not to mention the disgusting name-calling. And, and remember the the headlines and the language that New York Times and AP used to describe this campaigning. Humble. His, his new humble style of campaigning. Getting back to the issues. Focusing on education. This is what they say about these rallies. And I actually had a lot of people, I did not see this myself, but a lot of people messaged me saying that on CBS, the local CBS affiliate in Waco, which I believe is owned by Sinclair, which is a far-right television conglomerate. If you haven't seen the last week tonight uh, episode about Sinclair Media and their takeover over these local media stations, highly recommend you do. They basically issue scripts to all of these stations, and they have their super far-right MAGA agenda that they tout. But the local CBS affiliate, from what people told me, once again, I'm going off hearsay here, is that they described this rally in glowing terms. And they said that there were 50,000 people in attendance and roaring crowds and Trump's powerful return to state. This is what they were saying. And people get this in Texas. And they think this is my local news station. These are the people who I grew up oh with. This God. is these are this is this is the news that I trust. What? It's local news. This is this is just the straight news, right? This is just the straight news. It's not. It's not. It's act. It's it's Newsmax. It's OAN. It's or worse. It's worse because it's more evil. It's it's much more sinister than that oh because God. it's showing itself as a CBS affiliate and it's beaming themselves into everybody's home. It's far more sinister, in fact, than a Newsmax than an OAN. And just to clarify that point as well before we get to the next clip, if you look at the overhead view, you see that there were 
not that many people actually at yep. this rally. They pack it in um, from the people who I saw online who are you know pretty accurate about judging this stuff. I read that there are more like twenty five hundred people at this event. I think the stadium that they held it near only holds fifteen thousand, and they held it in the parking lot because he doesn't want to he doesn't pay for the actual events. They hold them in like parking lots. And if you look from above, you see the thing isn't even filled up. I mean, still horrifying that he could get a crowd, but you know you could get you could get a few thousand people to show up for anything. I think, but. To have CBS acting like there were fifty thousand people and and acting oh as Trump's God. personal Sean Spicer, the biggest crowds ever. I mean, it's it's sick and it's dangerous, oh and I just want to call it out. And and a lot of people don't follow this stuff all you know very closely. So right. most, most people, people, you know, most people are just going about their day. They're hardworking Americans, and they are being fed. A diet of disinformation like they're just being lied to frankly though that's why everybody here who's watching this right now live who's watching it after the live who listens to it on uh, a podcast that's why this move Mint is so important that you're actually now sharing these videos with people that you know who don't um, typically watch the news. I mean, that's why I think today we, we got 7,000 or 8,000 new subscribers already as of right now, like in, in one day. I just think... I think That's people are right, craving man. the truth and people guys. know they're being gaslit and they're looking for something and they can't really find it anywhere. And then they come to this network and you're like, yes, finally, someone's just someone's telling me. The truth and showing me the clips and showing me the video but that's why everybody watching here again make sure you subscribe right now to the youtube channel but make sure you share these videos this youtube channel this network with anybody you know you're really so important in spreading the message that's the best way people can learn and here you brett you mentioned this small crowd um i, I want to show you this on, on, on the topic of small crowds so while you were just speaking ben i went and i looked at the aerial footage and this was released by rsbn the trump propaganda network as they flew over the rally to talk about the big crowds for trump i just watched this this second and i took a screenshot of the crowd and i'm going to show our video listener our video watchers right now the screenshot of the crowd this is from their cameras remember this is from their overhead <laughs> cameras perhaps they shouldn't have showed this but it really gives you a perspective about what this event looked like from above. Wow. I, I mean, it looks like a tiny little nothing event when you look at it from this aerial shot. This is the shot that you should show people when you look at these crowds, and it shows you this. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I was trying to take a Speak to why it was that he referred that to Michael Cohen, and the reason he did was because want to gloss over this quickly and say and, and and normalize it in any way and i don't think the media should normalize it in any way this should be front page news 
this is horrific. And then, sorry to interrupt them. But no, what, and, what, and, what and, and then the media goes, well, we're, we're just not going to cover him. The best way to handle him is you ignore him. By the way, you, you then don't ignore him because we've showed you the New York Times story. We showed you the AP story where you take these, uh, this speech and, these, and what, we've, what we're seeing and you act like this is normal. Like, to Brett, your point is not normal. Um, here he is basically talking about how, how we need more babies. And by the way, this is part of like the great replacement theory, you know, in, in terms of wh- wh- why does he keep talking about like we need more babies? Um, it, it's part of this idea that he's trying to encourage white babies, basically. And that's the dog whistle here. Here, play the clip. We will support baby bonuses. So many people like that for the new baby boom that will be coming. We need babies. And when he says we need babies, let's be very clear who he's referring to there. Um, Here he is as part of this speech attacking the Manhattan District Attorney and again calling uh, Stormy Daniels the horrific name that he calls her. Here, play this clip. You know, uh, Marjorie is here, truth to vote, and they found at least five million instances on tape. And the courts didn't want to even look at it. The district attorney of New York, under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that... King Trader. DOJ 202-514-2000. Yes, yes. It's not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked horse face. I never liked... I never, it's just not, it's terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one. There is no one. We have a great first lady. Should be another. Oh, whistle here, here, play the clip. We will support baby bonuses, so many people. for his statement against Stormy Daniels. Ow! Oh, cornered, she said. Like that for the new baby boom that will be coming. We need babies. And when he says we need babies, let's be very clear who he's referring to there. Um, Here he is as part of this speech attacking the Manhattan District Attorney and again calling uh, Stormy Daniels the horrific name that he calls her. Here, play this clip. You know, uh, Marjorie is here, truth to vote. And they found at least five million instances on tape and the courts didn't want to even look at it. The district attorney of New York, under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., 
was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked Horseface. I never liked. I never. It's just not. It's. left terrible thing that wouldn't be the one there is no one we have a great first lady <laughs> this is you know, something too that he's really ramped up recently i mean he's he's been doing it since he's been out of office, but especially in the past few weeks, especially as Alvin Bragg has gotten closer to an indictment, you see him more cosplaying as president. And so there, you first off, anyone around him, anytime he gives a public statement, anytime he has somebody speak on his behalf on TV, it's always President Trump, President Trump, President Trump. That's the language they always use. And he always uses that language, whether it's on Truth Social or whether he's on TV or whatever. And there he goes, and we have a great first lady, don't we? I'd agree. Whether it's on Truth Social or whether he's on TV or whatever. And there he goes, and we have a great first lady, don't we? Agree. Dr. Jill Biden is a great first lady. That's not who he is talking about, though. He is trying to act like he is the pseudo president. Another sick and deranged and detestable thing that he is doing there on the stage, not to mention the disgusting name calling and, and remember the, the headlines and the language that New York times and AP used to describe this campaigning humble, his, his new humble style of campaigning, getting back to the issues, focusing on education. This is what they say about these rallies. Stormy, but they spelled Stormy wrong, so wouldn't come up probably. Right, the diaper done. They're gonna flag me if I put sexual, so I'm gonna put a three in there.
Pronto. Time limits pronto. Right. Is anybody out there? Oh, what's going on? Failed to deliver. Oh, shit. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Let's get back to the great valleys. And I actually had a lot of people, I did not see this myself. But a lot of people messaged me saying that on CBS, the local CBS affiliate in Waco, which I believe is owned by Sinclair, which is a far-right television conglomerate. If you haven't seen the last week tonight uh, episode about Sinclair Media and their takeover over these local media stations, highly recommend you do. They basically issue scripts to all of these stations and they have their super far-right MAGA agenda that they tout. But... The local CBS affiliate, from what people told me, once again, I'm going off hearsay here, is that they described this rally in glowing terms, and they said that there were 50,000 people in attendance and roaring crowds and Trump's powerful return to state. This is what they were saying, and people get this in Texas. And they think this is my local news station. These are the people who I grew up with. This is these are this is this is the news that I trust. What? It's local news. This is this is just the straight news, right? This is just the straight news. It's not. It's not. It's act. It's it's Newsmax. It's OAN. It's more worse. It's worse because it's more evil. It's it's much more sinister than that because it's showing itself as a CBS affiliate and it's beaming themselves into everybody's home. It's far more sinister, in fact, than a Newsmax than an OAN. And just to clarify that point as well, before we get to the next clip, if you look at the overhead view, you see that there were. Not that many people actually at yep. this rally. They pack it in. Um, from the people who I saw online who were you know, pretty accurate about judging this stuff, I read that there were more like 2,500 people at this event. I think the stadium that they held in near only holds 15,000, and they held it in the parking lot because he doesn't, want to pay, he doesn't pay for the actual events. They hold them in like parking lots. And if you look from above, you see the thing isn't even filled up. I mean, it's still horrifying that he could get a crowd, but you, know, you, could get, you could get a few thousand people to show up for anything, I think. But to have CBS acting like there were 50,000 people and, and acting as Trump's personal Sean Spicer, the biggest crowds ever. I mean, it's, it's sick and it's dangerous. Mm. And I just want to call it out. And, and a lot of people Inciting. don't follow this stuff all, you know, very closely. So right. most, most people, people, you know, most people are just going about their day. They're hardworking Americans and they are being fed a diet of disinformation. Like they're just being lied to. Frankly, though, that's why everybody here who's watching this right now live, who's watching it after the live, who listens to it on uh, podcasts, that's why this movement is so important that you're actually now sharing these videos with people that you know who don't um, typically watch the news. I mean, that's why I think today we, we got 7,000 or 8,000 new subscribers already as of right now, like in, in one day. I just think, 
I think people are craving the truth and people know they're being gaslit and they're looking for something and they can't really find it anywhere. And then they come to this network and you're like, yes, finally, someone's just someone's telling me the truth and showing me the clips and showing me the video. But that's why everybody watching here, again, make sure you subscribe right now to the YouTube channel, but make sure you share these videos, this YouTube channel, this network with anybody you know, you're really so important in spreading the message. That's the best way people can learn. And here, you, Brett, you mentioned this small crowd. Um, I want to show you this on, on, on the topic of small crowds. So while you were just speaking, Ben, I went and I looked at the aerial footage, and this was released by RSBN, the Trump Propaganda Network, as they flew over the rally to talk about the big crowds for Trump. I just watched this this second, and I took a screenshot of the crowd, and I'm going to show our video listener, our video watchers right now, the screenshot of the crowd. This is from their cameras. Remember, this is from their <laughs> overhead cameras. Perhaps they shouldn't have showed this, but it really gives you a perspective about what this event looked like from above. I, I mean, it looks like a tiny little nothing event when you look at it from this aerial shot. This is the shot that you should show people when you look at these crowds, and it shows you those camera angles they use, you know, are, are used to deceive and act like it's a much bigger thing than it is. But that is like an empty lot right there with a smattering of people. Brett, Brett you talk about uh, professional rake steppers uh, with like the MAGA Republicans. This RBSN or whatever the hell they are, they're professional rake steppers as far as media is concerned. I saw a couple clips this weekend of them just stepping in it. And honestly, it's like... It's being told the sky is orange when you watch that, when you watch RBSN or whatever they are. And we all know it's blue. And then they show you the sky. Yeah. Like this with the crowd. They reported that this crowd was monstrous. Let's go to the aerial view. And the aerial view, like, it's like, you know, a couple people. It's beyond pathetic and embarrassing. And just to your point, Ben, people are so frustrated about being gaslit by the media that they you know, know it's that, that thing is called right side broadcast network whatever that is yeah. you know one of the funny things about this whole Newsmax dispute where all of these right wingers were saying you gotta let Newsmax on like Newsmax is not watched by that many people like you wanna do a straight comparison between the Midas Touch network and Newsmax of who watches it like on any given day millions of more people watch this right yet you have all of these like right-wing MAGA people in their fascist way telling DirecTV, you need to bring back Newsmax or else, and then DirecTV like brings them back. It's like no one gives a crap about Newsmax at the end of the day, yet Fox is fearful of them. You know, just know out there that our numbers are bigger. Like, I want you to know that no matter what, know that, but we just can't be exhausted. We can't be exhausted by it. We have to look at this and go, okay, now I take action. And that's why we show you some of these clips. Like, here, I want to show you, this is from the beginning of the rally. Here were some of, like, the warm-up acts before Donald Trump. Uh, Ted Nugent, the country singer. This is how... People get, people get mad, Ben, I noticed in the comments when you call him a country singer. He's just a, a rock singer. I, I saw the comments. They were they were pretty vicious of your description as Ted Nugent as a, as a country singer earlier today. So I'm just... No, don't, don't, get get man, don't get up. I see you looking at Brett like you're mad. He's just... He's just Get in your back, which is not just don't don't I just call him Ted Nugent a fascist. Yeah, I'm just going Ted, <laughs> Ted Nugent a fascist. This is this is how this is how he started. I want my money back. I did not raise any money to Ukraine to some homosexual weirdo. I want my money back. 
I mean, they're they're clapping for that. I, I don't even think I have to tell you how deranged that is. And you're right, Brett. I'm sorry to all the country music fans out there forever. I'm sorry for all the music fans out there in general with associating Ted Nugent with any music at all. This is the um, uh, MAGA Republican Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas. This is what he had to say. Play the when Donald Trump was president, there was no DEI or ESG or drag queen shows with children attending he wouldn't have put up with that for one moment oh, yes. diversity and drag queens began post 2020 as we 